Chess on his right, hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Sierra, this beat is Justin Panic, BBD, in studio, NYC. Thought I had a little more there. What is going on, Bakers? Welcome to Wake and Jake, an episode we've teased for a little while now, partially jokingly and then very seriously, as we've been a lot of quarterback talks for the past I don't know, playoffs and hmm. then leading into the playoffs. I think it was, I don't know, it was kind of eye-opening. I already told you how Derek Carr has tormented me mm -hmm. with his rankings. We're going to talk about them. We are joined by Justin Pennick live in studio, talking Giants, talking football. Yeah. Bleeding blue. Yeah, little little Giants history podcast, very niche. St. Um, Joe's. St. Joe's, it's where I went, Philly. Yeah. Also, Country music. Big fan of the Eagles. Shania Twain. Shania Twain is my favorite person in the entire world. Hi, good morning to Jake, yes. Big Big Dong, and mm. the the Bakers, as I believe they're called. Yeah. The Bakers. Thank you for asking me to come on Wake and Jake after I lost 26 pounds and not before. Yeah. I, I, I really like I really appreciate that. Weight loss kings. Thank you. Um, beautiful day. Awesome day in Manhattan, NYC. Love that I walked out of fifty degrees, and we're going to talk some quarterbacks. Yeah, man, I'm 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 really excited. I I've wanted to get you on Wake and Jake for a little bit. Yeah, uh, we have been. I'm pretty seat go by the seat of my pants guy sure. normally, um, and that has been multiplied ten times by warehouse, yeah, new studio, and all of name that. your autobiography. So, uh, I've got putting plenty, from the rough. Plenty, yeah, <laughs> plenty of names. <laughs> Putting from the Rough is my first autobiography. <laughs> um, that's already taken. So uh, we are going to do the top NFL quarterbacks. Uh, Panic, BBD, myself, we've made lists. Also, Bobby Skinner, a former playoff almost genius yeah, this year. I don't like him. He had it pegged for a little while. Uh, and his arch nemesis, Chris Rose. People may be familiar with him. You know, Chris Rose said that I was on crack. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Rose. Also tough on me in these Blitzball battle videos yeah. a little bit. But that's kind of what I'm here for. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm good at. Company punching bag? Yeah, I'm really good at being made fun of. There you go. I, I, can, I can take a lot of punches. <laughs> and then late night, it gets scary. Um, we... I had everyone rank the top 40 wow. NFL quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> I got Chris Rose pretty good. He was he was driving his son uh, Brady to some physical therapy, mm -hmm. working on his pitching arm. And uh, I was like, hey. Because let's be honest, at its roots, ranking anything in sports is as fun as it gets. Yeah. Like, it it sucks a little bit. Like, you I asked, totally you asked get me last it. night where I'm thinking – this is going to be difficult. I'm going to spend like three hours on right. this because 
I'm a stats guy. I like analytics. So, you know, right. if, if you already don't like me, that's even more of a reason to not like You're me. You're coming with some facts. Yeah, I, I, I like it. And that's how I kind of also like to form my ranks. And I'm thinking that's how I'm going to solely do it because I did a, a video for Talking Football earlier this year. Five best, one worst. I took your mm. idea that you did for, for, for the, you know, JM Baseball channel. And uh, I did it with the quarterbacks. And I'm like, I'm going to take, I took nine metrics Mm. And then one, and then the tenth one being my eyes, like that's the tenth sure. measurement. And I thought I was going to do that for this, but I'm like, you know what? This is just fun putting together the rankings as I feel, and then I'll just have like stats to I'll pick and choose the stats and the narratives that I want to support, whatever I have to say. So that's what I'm going to do. I uh, I love it, and uh, yeah. So I told Chris Rose, I was like, hey, you know, uh, would love. Well, so it's the same way I actually phrase it to you. And yep. I was like, hey, if I asked you to rank the top 40 quarterbacks, is that exciting or daunting? Mm -hmm. Like, do you feel that, like, with your buddies at the bar energy, like, debate this and, like, I want to rank this? Or I don't know if Chris Rose is going to be like, I don't, I don't really want to do this. Because mm -hmm. let's be honest, a couple of these guys, the gap could change game by game. That is the the main thing that I learned from this exercise. There's five, maybe seven quarterbacks in the NFL right now where it's talent, QB talent, plus situation. Because situation right. is so situation huge. Situation is crazy. So huge with quarterbacks. There are five to six quarterbacks, seven quarterbacks, that you feel really good about the QB and the situation. I think five to seven is very generous. Yeah. Five to seven, very generous. So it is so tough. It is so tough, especially now that Brady is out of the mix. Guys like household yeah. names, Brady, Breeze, Roethlisberger, now really out of the mix. I think Brady's coming back next year with Sean Payton. That's my Love big hot that. take. Wow. Brady coming back with Sean Payton. They're going to join wow. up somewhere. But um, five They're to seven giants. quarterbacks with really good situations and talent themselves too. I don't think for the Giants. Sean no. Payton and Tom Brady to the Giants, <laughs> reported uh, by Justin Penick first. And... Someone in the chat uh, just asked uh, if we were cousins. I think yes. That's I'm, actually a compliment? I'm not so sure it was even a question. Yeah. Just, That's just facts. Um, let's get into it. I think yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll obviously go through the top-end quarterbacks a little more detailed because that's what we like. And then I think we'll do a little bit uh, where, where people were high, where people were low, uh, and then who's kind of who we think might be jumping up. I, I thought about doing who might be jumping down, but that's kind of sad. So I'd no. rather not. I'd no. rather not talk about this. And this whole segment is brought to you by DraftKings. Because uh, this is kind of a draft, but not really at all. Do you do NBA at all? Does that, does that, like, I know Bobby's a Nets guy. Yeah. Do you, who? I am a very middle of the pack, middle of, like, laissez-faire Knicks and Nets guy. Whoever's doing Whoa. well, I'm in. Holy smokes. New York Knickerbockers. I can do a good Steve Summers impersonation. You want to hear it? Oh, God. Always. Always. Yeah. The New York Knickerbockers are the greatest team on planet Earth. There you go. That's it. That was pretty good. Thank you. Well, I watched the Knicks and the Nets play last night. Tough. And if on a... Yeah, pretty Tough. brutal. <laughs> if you're a Knicks fan, uh, good for the Nets. Uh, and DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. BBD won a little cheddar last night because he mm. placed a live bet on the Nets to win... Because he's seen the Knicks formula of blowing games. Yeah, um, I it's wish true. I wish I placed the bet to win. I just when they were when they were up twenty something, I placed Nets plus fourteen and a half, 
which covered as the Nets won. Um, and if you pick a game, you can bet $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code JOMBOY, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. NBA, excuse Whoa. me, and the NFL, to be fair. Yeah. Must be 21 plus, physically present in New York. Eligibility restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Game Crumb, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Don't know if it's like a good gambling strategy, but it worked out because both hit, but I also did the just them to cover, and then I saw the return on... Uh, around when you sent your text saying yeah. you picked them to cover. And then I was like, oh, well, that's a good return on them to just win, and the Knicks will lose this game. Yeah. So. Good brain. Yeah, it's uh, my my new NBA thing is because they update the lines automatically. Is like, I did I did well with the Bulls last night. They were down they were down 10 to 2 to start the game, which in the NBA is nothing. Yeah, to start the game, yeah. And the line had flipped to like Bulls minus two and a half, and they've been crazy good this year. So I was like, all right. So that was free money. Um, well, uh, we're going to circle back on NBA in some of these upcoming episodes. We almost did an all-star thing because it's all-star weekend, but um, I wasn't ready to jump in. I'll be honest. Yeah. I've been pretty disconnected from the hoops. And I oh. forgot we had said we were going to do this. And this is my this has been my biggest like football year, <coughs> yeah. and I like it. Yeah. It, it was a fun year. I got lost in fantasy this year, mm-hmm. and I was trying to watch the games on Sunday because that was one of our, like, not working days, so mm-hmm. if I could enjoy that. Let's talk some quarterbacks. I, I think it's pretty standard at the top. We all had the same group of guys in the one, two, three, um, and it was a statement I was saying a lot this year because I was drinking the Herbert Kool-Aid. Mm. Josh Allen has full-on... Deserved his spot in the top three. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Bobby is the only one that has Aaron Rodgers as the one. Doesn't surprise me. Why is that? I think even including 2019, Bobby sees Aaron Rodgers still as like that that top-tier QB. And Aaron Rodgers is a top-tier QB. But Absolutely. 20, top tier. 2019 was a year for Aaron Rodgers that was very much... Average. It was an average year for him, and I feel like since then, the full-on magic that he's had of being Mr. Superman has kind of gone away. Because 2019, that was one of the first years of LaFleur's system. Sure. And it took him an entire year to really buy into LaFleur's system. Now, I think Bobby looks at 2020-2021 being MVP years for for Aaron Rodgers, but why he's not, he's number three on my list. And why he's number three on my list is in the biggest moments, if you're going to be a guy that's going to throw the fits that he did this summer and yeah. try and pull a Tom Brady and a LeBron of, Ooh. Hey, I want to, I want to be the the GM and I, you want to, I want to bring back Randall Cobb. I want to bring this guy in. If you want to do that. And if you want to have that stance in the biggest moments, you better show up. And that has been the difference between Aaron Rodgers and then, I have him third on my list, and I guarantee that's the difference between everybody. Aaron Rodgers and the other guys that we have in front, those guys have performed extremely well in some of the biggest moments, and Aaron Rodgers has not the last couple of years. Yeah, I think that's where Mahomes, everyone except Bobby had Mahomes won, and mm-hmm. you, you don't even, you don't have to deep dive. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a freak. You mentioned situation, which we don't think about with Mahomes a lot, but all the talent around him, mm-hmm. Kelsey and Tyreek, like it gets... 
underlooked because of who Mahomes has become. But Tyreek, like faster than anyone we've ever seen on a football field. Mm-hmm. Kelsey's a Hall of Fame tight end. Uh, never mind some of the other speedsters and Andy Reid. Like, scheme, scheme. Andy Reid is will go down as one of the best like play callers in NFL history. Mm-hmm. So, um, for that reason, uh, it's it's pretty to see why Mahomes yeah. is up there. And here's I, the quick quick thing on Mahomes is why he's number one in my book. He had a down year this year. This yeah. was the first kind of transition Pick year. Up transition year for Patrick Mahomes where he experienced some sort of adversity at the NFL level. If a year where you're still fifth in ESPN QBR, you're fourth in EPA and you're second in an EPA plus CPOE composite, those are probably just letters to you. But, you know... I saw them on your sheet. Yeah, so in a year where even in the advanced categories, you are still top tier, top three, top five, and this is a transition year and a difficult year, you're you're the best. You are the best. Now, next year is going to be huge for Mahomes. Because if he, you know, goes down even a little bit more, which I don't expect, I expect I'm willing to bet that Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to combat facing a too high system and facing you know, uh, you know, two safeties at the top. Right. So if that big play, explosive play isn't there, being able to check the, check that check down more often, he's got to get more patient and he's got to be willing to go to that check down quicker. Let these guys that are really good with yards after the catch, like Tyreek Hill, like Travis Kelsey, let them do it. Be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I saw as someone in the chat just said Eric Eric Bieniemy. He deserves love, too. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been the, yeah. the offensive coordinator. We, we hear about him all the time. Bobby in the chat says Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVPs, you dope. Yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, he also has blown it in the playoffs. Like, full-blown. Yeah. Like, full-blown. Uninterested. Looked uninterested in being there that against being, San Francisco 49ers. That, that being that, said, the, the Rodgers-Allen argument at this point... Um, we still all had him top three. Yeah, like and I, I, you you can cut it you can cut it with a knife. I mean, Rogers is obviously awesome. Um, Josh Allen, man, just seeing back to back playoff runs, what they're doing, four touchdowns to Gabriel Davis. We'll see what he is. Yeah, if he was, I, he was a fourth round pick, Gabriel I, Davis. If I had to place a bet, I mean, I I think in five years we'll look back and be like. Gabriel Davis had four touchdowns in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to be shots fired. I hope I hope he has a really nice run for the next few I mean, years. He, he was the number he three can. receiver this year. Yeah. Um, Stefan Diggs redemption game, remembering all that. Um, I, you could cut up those three anyway, and there's an yeah. argument. Except to put Allen on top, I think that's kind of funny. Like, you can't make Josh Allen the one. No. And nobody did. But, uh, I don't know. I... Uh, Josh Allen has won me over. The The physical running is mm-hmm. also just a different weapon. Like, yeah, Mahomes got his little scramble. Rodgers yeah. doesn't like to anymore. I mean, Josh, they were running run plays for Josh Allen. Yep. Like, power run plays. Yep. Um, Huge in the red zone. Where the red zone, right. you know, this is something that my Giants uh, don't get right. And especially this past year in 2021, they did not get right. So many things are amplified in the red zone, it's play calling, schematics, and execution. And when you have a weapon like Josh Allen, who has the arm strength to fit it in the tight windows, the improvisation throwing from different arm angles, um, yeah, and the running ability, the rushing ability, being you know such a powerful runner. I mean, it is a huge, huge weapon. There's no bad play, and I heard somebody mm. say this. There's no bad play for Josh Allen, where there could be a bad play for Patrick Mahomes. If he's playing that too high system and you're, you know, it's a, it's a four verticals, you know, Patrick Mahomes may have difficulty checking it down. There is no bad play for Josh Allen. There is none. I like that. 
I like that a lot. Um, this next tier is, I think, where the conversation gets really fun. Because mm-hmm. um, you have it all. kind of. And when I say next tier, I'll probably say 4 to 10 or 4 to 11-ish. Because, man, you've got a hodgepodge of guys. And, and Panic, I'll kick this to you in a second. But, uh, A, Deshaun Watson. We'll see if he's back and what that ever means. And it's he's got an intriguing case when you... It, when you just think about guys' pure talent mm-hmm. and what they can do on a football field, he has an argument against the rest of these guys. You've got two, the guys that are in the Super Bowl, that, yep. uh, you know, Joe Burrow and Matt Stafford's stock is up there. Russell Wilson, I don't think I'm going to be able to quit until I see him be, like, bad. Because yep, I you. do think the Seahawks sucked. Yeah, yeah. I think the Seahawks sucked. Justin Herbert, you won't find me drink more Kool-Aid than that. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamar Jackson, I mean, awesome to look how bad the Ravens were without him. Uh, obviously plays his own style. Kyler is a funky conversation in itself. I mean, all of all of those guys I just mentioned, kind of people love doing tears. Yeah. You can pretty much make a case for any of these guys in that tier. And they all flip-flop. They all really can flip-flop with each other. You, you really could put I these mean, guys in any order and make a pretty good like, argument yeah. for why you if, feel that way. If, yeah. we, if we did this week seven, where would Kyler Murray oh, yeah. be? yeah, Kyler Murray. You know? Yeah, he was, he was the and MVP. Then, and he was the MVP. You know, think about everything we say said about Baker Mayfield this year, which we might talk about lower on the list. You know, Baker Mayfield got the hurt all year thing. Kyler was hurt and out. For yes. a while, came back, and he pretty much stunk after that. But he's also a little guy, so how often is getting banged yeah. up going to be a part for him? So, Panic, I will kick it to you for this kind of second tier of quarterbacks yeah. and tell me how you how you sort them. Yeah, so I had Mahomes, Allen, Rodgers, one, two, three. Number four, where do you want? Four to ten? Four to, is that sure. what you want to do? All right, so I'm going four to ten. Herbert, four. Stafford, five. Lamar Jackson, six. Russell Wilson, seven, Murray, eight, Burrow, nine, Dak Prescott, 10. So I think from your from your rankings here, mm-hmm. I think people feels a little slutty, but this show obviously does. Sure. Um, Stafford and Joe Burrow. Yeah. Because um, Joe Burrow at nine actually has you ranking him the lowest of everyone. Um and Matt Stafford has you and BBD tied with the highest ranking, and Matt Stafford's basically a close personal friend of BBD's. Mm-hmm. Can we say that? I think so. I mean, through yeah. Trev, close personal friends. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I text guess Trev one on one sometimes, and he and he sees knows Matt, Matt Stafford. Stafford. Wow. So, yeah, that's friends. Yeah, um, I texted Trev last weekend. So I guess panic. I I would say this because right before we started, you were like, "Oh, well, I guess I'm low on Burrow, and I don't want to let recency kind of." Blind me. Yeah. Yet, I also see Stafford up top. So, give me the Stafford Burrow. How about that? All right. So, I'll start off with, with Burrow first. Um, Joe Burrow was the NFL's most accurate quarterback, um, according to CPOE, which means completion percentage over expected. Uh, it's a next-gen metric, and I like next-gen because it's player tracking data. Player tracking data. of It's it's not one of those things where it's a- ambiguous and it, it's, it's, hey— is a quarterback expected to complete a pass? If he does, that's credit to him. If he doesn't, that's minus points. Um, and that's that's basically what that metric is. 
So Joe Burrow was the NFL's most accurate passer. Um, he was in the he was part of the fifth most explosive passing offense in the National Football League. Um, the why I have him a little bit lower is the metrics like EPA, which is basically measuring value and DVOA. Think of like war in baseball wins above mm-hmm. replacement. If you have a 25% DVOA, that means that you are 25% better than the average level quarterback. And war, the higher war that you have, the more better you are than the average level baseball player. I think that's how that works. So it's the, it's the same kind of concept for DVOA. He didn't pop off the charts in some of those advanced stuff. Very accurate, but I look at that. I, I say, okay, accurate, awesome. Doesn't pop off of the advanced value metrics, but also I think of Zach Taylor and I think of that system. And what that system really does is it utilizes different personal grouping frequencies. They like to run, uh, you know, it spreads guys out. So in a way, it helps the offensive line because you're putting less guys in the box, which you saw during the Super Bowl. Even if there's less guys in the box, guys like Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, they're going to win their one-on-one battles. And then Joe Burrow's going to have a rough time. But during the regular season, utilizing those personal grouping frequencies, they have a million good wide receivers in Cincinnati. So what Zach Taylor does is he puts defenders in conflict with his personnel and his routes. So that's why I, I don't intend, and it's not intentional, to take away from Joe Burrow. But Joe Burrow is in a very good system with very good wide receivers. Jamar Chase, <laughs> I mean, getting the best of Jalen Ramsey at times. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey's the number one corner in the NFL. And Jamar Chase, what is he, 21, 22? I think Joe Burrow is only going to get better. He's only going to go up in these rankings. But for right now, I look at what he did in the regular season, just not as valuable in how I rank these guys, um, you know, compared to some of these guys. And Stafford, my big question to you, and this is what I'll turn to you instead of me just rambling. Sure. And let me know if you don't understand this question. Did the Rams help Stafford win the Super Bowl or Mm. did Stafford more or less help the Rams win the Super Bowl? We're so Stephen A. and Russo. Oh, yeah. We are so that. Did um, you see that clip yesterday? Where yeah, I did. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, let's see. Stafford. Well, here's what I'll say. Let's. Stafford with everyone was a consensus top ten. He was between five and nine for everyone. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff, a little further down the list, kind of landed in the twenty to twenty-five range of quarterbacks. I have him at twenty-nine. 20 to 29 range mm-hmm. of quarterback. So, Matt Stafford was a huge upgrade for the Rams. Yeah. He was a huge upgrade from the Rams. He went from a bottom third, they went from a bottom third quarterback to a top third quarterback. Yep. I guess part of the reason Matt Stafford is up there, because if we did this in previous years, I think Matt Stafford lands, you know, probably the 10 to 15 range Yeah, when he was with the Detroit Lions. I mean, not to put it lightly, I mean, one of the worst franchises in sports. Mm-hmm. Which is why situation and, and situation very much matters. matters and, yeah. and McVay is viewed as one of the bigger geniuses in football. Yep. Cup, OBJ. I mean, how big Odell was for, for them down the stretch. Um, I mean, it's kind of, they both scratched each other's back pretty equally, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, if if Matthew Stafford was on, if he gets traded to the Giants tomorrow, mm-hmm. I don't think I have Matthew Stafford above Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I don't think I have Matthew Stafford above... Um, Russell which, Wilson. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's just hard to do, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I think 
they both get an equal kind of back scratch. And hey, I mean, the dude literally did win the Super Bowl, yeah. and he's back with those Rams. And um, you know, they uh, they attract talent in their own way by sacrificing yeah. picks, and you get someone like Odell because you put yourself in a position to win. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I I'm I'm super interested to see the rest of Matthew Stafford's career because he's it's kind of been up until the Super Bowl it was underwhelming like yeah. he was a big <clears throat> prospect at Georgia like and a couple of those teams were supposed to do a lot more than they did and then he comes to the NFL and it the storyline just becomes like well he's right he might finish a top 10 in passing yards mm-hmm. but is Matt Stafford good right but the, the thing is that you know passing yards and this is why you know Bobby saying that Aaron Rodgers winning back-to-back MVPs like largely MVP is based on the box score stats, like, great, I'm glad you put up a lot of passing yards. I'm glad you put up a lot of, right. you know, your, your touchdown to interception ratio is awesome. Great. You know, but it is at the end of the day, it's about it's about winning games and also how you win games. And part of the thing that I look at with the Rams is considering McVay's system, what he did with Jared Goff, they were like leading the league in play action usage year in and year out. This year, it was kind of mind boggling. We're thinking, oh, Stafford in this play action heavy right. system, it's going to work out great. Didn't run a lot of play action. Yeah. And what I think happened there is McVeigh, along with a guy like Kyle Shanahan, you know, those two really good minds, they kind of have to scheme up ways to help out the quarterback. And play action is one of the best forms of legal cheating in the <laughs> National Football League. So I guess if you don't have to rely on it, which McVeigh didn't have to rely on it with Matthew, Matthew Stafford, then that's the route that they decided to go. And that was on Stafford's shoulders of running that offense and also considering that the Rams had the second most explosive passing offense in the NFL, which I really love. And that's why I also put Stafford really high. I'm a, such a big guy on explosive plays. The, mm. the best way to play defense in the NFL is you stop the explosive play. The best way to win in the NFL is producing the explosive play. If you if you produce explosive plays at a top 10 rate, Jake, mm. at least in 2020, got to do my 2021 research. 2020, you had a 60% winning percentage. Those top 10 teams together are 60% winning percentage. If you produce, if you stopped explosive plays at a top 10 rate on the defense side of the ball, you had about a 64% winning percentage, those top 10 teams. So that's what the league is about, and that's what Stafford did with, with the Rams. Interesting comment from Talking Giants in the chat. Uh, they said, Justin is such a snob, LOL. Yep. Aaron Rodgers led the league in all those analytics he loves. Oh, it, yeah, name me, name me one of those things. Talk, talking Giants, whoever you are, name me one of those things <laughs> that he did lead. I guarantee you can't even name a single one. Whoever, whoever's out there using that account. Yeah. Um, I guess hmm. that's the exercise I did for Burrow and Stafford was if they swap teams, what do I think happens? And I think if if both of them were on the ramps, per se, mm-hmm. and if you did a Madden simulation or real life or however we want to do it, and Burrow played 17 games on the Rams and mm-hmm. Stafford played 17 games on the Rams, I think Joe Burrow would be better than Stafford. Really? I do. I think it's kind of similar. You don't, yeah? Okay. I, I, I think it's kind of similar. I think both <clears throat> of those guys fit their fit their systems well. In my, I think I think in a year, maybe we, I'll feel very differently. They, they feel about the same right yeah. now. I'm, I mean, I'm very high on Stafford, on both of them right now. Um, I think in a year it's good, it'll be a much more interesting... Maybe a much less interesting conversation, yeah. rather, because um, Burrow seems to be stock going up, up, up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I like Burrow's raw tools and, and all that and, and vibe. 
He's a cool dude. Yeah, I guess I guess we're gonna find out. I made smoking cigars cool before he did. Do you think everyone agrees right. with that? Do you think um, <laughs> right? Do you have any burrow concern about the kind of abuse he took this year physically? I do a little bit. I I've got a little. I got a little David Carr in the back of my head. No, David Carr got killed. Now, I mean, he did. I mean, he did play with the sprained or torn MCL. That right. that is something that did come out after the Super Bowl. The thing that's going to get him in trouble is 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 if Zach Taylor continues to run these, you know, the spread. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to call them a spread offense, but if they but the, but if they're putting four wide receivers out there, or they're putting three wide receivers and then a tight end out there, and they're not, and they're only leaving five guys in the block, mm. you know, then. If you don't upgrade this offensive line, then you start getting these free hits on the quarterback. Um, and Burrow is the quarterback who also is willing to take sacks. And I think this is, again, this is about a mentality where with Daniel Jones, the whole object for Daniel Jones, and it just, this just did not work the last couple of years with Jason Garrett, get the ball out of your hands quick, prevent the turnover. Just do everything to prevent right. the turnover. When Joe Burrow, he's going to take the sacks. And that's not the worst thing in the NFL if you are producing those big plays. Right. If you do have the offense that can get the 15-yard chunks, the 20-yard chunks, you taking a sack every once in a while is not going to be the worst thing in the world because it's part of the philosophy and it's built into the offense. So that is that can be a concern. So, yeah, it's a good call. Okay. As we, um, as we trickle down the list, I don't think there needs to be said much more about Russ. I, I think it's kind of there. Like yeah. when he still throws that beautiful deep ball and he evades everything – um, we're, I think we're going to find, we're going to find out quick. Like I, mm -hmm. I think, I think wherever he lands this off season, I mean, Seattle just kind of a weird team, how they operate yeah. in a, in a way they, they operated like knock off how the Rams work now. Mm -hmm. Like let's, let's just invest in talent and figure it yeah. out. But they're the O line there has been bad for O line and defense O line and defense. I mean, there hasn't been a quarterback, a top tier quarterback that I feel situation and context has disappointed him more than Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, Pete Carroll's a guy that I feel like he wants to run the ball, but doesn't invest at least well in the offensive line. Um, Chris Carson's a guy that's kind of struggled with health year in and year out. And, you know, for a team that was known for their defense early on, they've had some really, really bad defenses. So context and right. situation has really disappointed Russell Wilson. I don't think Russell Wilson, a guy, I mean, we were talking about, hey, we don't want to get too, you know, dark saying guys that may fall out of the top 10. But Russell Wilson may be a guy that falls out of that top right. three this next year. No, I mean, if, if he gets traded to the wrong situation. Or even if he stays with Seattle. Right, which exactly. It, you know, they kept Pete Carroll. Now, they, they could be open to, you know, there are, I, I follow some Seahawks fans. I know Mina Kimes is a Seahawks fan, and she's thinking, oh, you know, some changes may be coming to Seattle. I'm sorry. If Pete Carroll's been there for how long, and you didn't, you know, think about moving on from him this year, how much is realistically going to change? Yeah. You know? If no. the let Russ cook movement, which they actually mm, did in 2020, right. they let Russ cook. And it's so crazy that like 20% of this guy's like uh, passing attempts are more than 15 air yards down the field. If the let Russ cook movement didn't work and the Seahawks feel like it didn't work, and I'm putting that in quotations, mm. then, and they feel like, oh, we have to do something different, then I don't know how much better it can get from what we already are at right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a... Uh He's he's definitely one you got to circle because a, a lot of these other guys, the situation is going to remain kind of similar. Um, Burrow Stafford, Kyler, I, I don't think that needs more of an explanation. We all landed 
um, <clears throat> from eight to twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that, next year's going to be a big one for him. Like yep. that's going to be. Uh, Can they win in the second half of the year? Yeah, like let's let's see what's happening here. Really. Yeah. Um, although if Kingsbury fails, I have a couple good tweets, but we'll get mm. to that. Mm. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that another time because uh, I already ate crow on those tweets, so maybe I can reverse. E. Crow on those two. Reverse E. Crow. I just didn't. He wasn't a good coach at Texas. No, he was not. But he's. I was. I'm surprised to see how quote unquote well it's gone. But also at the same time, it, it it's about the teams separate themselves in November December, and mm. his football teams have not been able to do that. And very bad. And there have been a lot of criticisms, even after even going into when Kyler Murray was doing his thing. There were even a lot of criticisms of. You know, the kind of offense that they're running. DeAndre Hopkins' route tree was not exactly an expansive one Next for DeAndre level. Hopkins. Yeah, so there's a lot of criticisms that are there. They really, they they trade and sign their players. They're, and they're not even known for even, like, drafting their 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 really good core that they have. Right. So, Like, what's uh, the linebacker out of Clemson? Isaiah Simmons. He's not, you know, for, for what he was, you know. What he was touted to be. Touted he hasn't be. been that. He's yeah. had a couple moments. But. Yeah. Just um, like a, a quality NFL yeah. player. Yeah. BBD, highest on Lamar. They were just so good with him and then completely fell apart without him. And obviously, like, he, you have to build a team around him when you have a guy like that. I you, love it. You do that. Yeah. It's, hey, Lamar, Lamar, you kind of have to half circle a little I'm bit. I'm a stand. Like, if he has another injury next year, then mm-hmm. you go into sure. that You go into that world of mobile quarterbacks. Can they stay healthy? But... When he's right, it's awesome. This is and dude, running an offense built around what your players can do. Why? It's I. It's got to be a lot harder than it is because it sounds so simple. Mm-hmm. But man, when that Ravens offense is clicking, and the tight end is loose, and then there goes Hollywood over the top, and you're just running it, and mm-hmm. they're just getting eight yards of play, nine yards of play. Um, this is your best example of insert this guy on another team. Right. Lamar Jackson, insert him on X team that doesn't do that doesn't adjust, that doesn't right. adjust the scheme to their personnel. I don't know. I have no clue what Lamar Jackson is if those formative years in the beginning did not happen. Because Lamar Jackson now is in the top ten. He's six for me. I'm glad you put him four because I, I I am a Lamar stan. Lamar Jackson has become a really good thrower of the football. He's yeah. not just a runner. He has become a really good thrower of the football. And what the Rams and what the Ravens Rams, what the Ravens have done this year, Greg Roman put an expectation on him that we are going to use you under center more. You are going to do more play action. You are going to throw the ball down the field more. And towards the first half of the season, I mean, Jackson was in the mix for the MVP discussion. He really was. And he was topping in some of the most important throwing metrics like EPA and most explosive pass plays. Not just an explosive offense that includes the running game and the passing game, but if you just highlighted and you isolated the most explosive passing teams towards the first two months of the season, the Ravens were up there. So I am a huge Lamar Jackson fan. He's got to stay healthy. Um, The Ravens have to stay healthy just as a team because their team was just distraught with injuries. And, you know, name me the good wide receiver that's on the Ravens. Name me the good wide receiver that they have. Bateman. Yeah, he, and he can he can turn into <laughs> oh, something good. Hopefully, he the, does the number one yeah. wide receiver. They yeah, have. Like, like Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews yeah, is a yeah. really good tight end. He's but a, name nice. me the guy outside of that that it's like, yeah, that's a really reliable guy for this top tier quarterback. 
I can't. They need like a like a, a real playoff run. That'd probably be like the biggest criticism, I guess. But yeah, but you know, but again, regular season his, his Lamar Jackson's regular season numbers, which I mean, everyone plays in the regular mm-hmm. season, so his like record and, and stats there are, are as good as it gets. We talked about it a few times during the season. Like it's just like he he had he's like never lost in October. I know that's not the month that matters, mm-hmm. but well, it matters because it matters in general. I mean, think think of think of our think of our Giants. If you just want to be a re- if you just want to be a relevant team, you you, you gotta you gotta, you get gotta a nice have, start to the year. You gotta have at least you know somewhat of a five hundred record after September and October, so you can then separate yourself in November and December. The other guy that I I guess I I didn't think about harping on, but I I think there is a conversation, especially. When I can think about Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. he's always been surrounded by talent. Mm-hmm. I was, Dak won me over in 2019. I, I drank the Kool-Aid. I mean, he had like 30 touchdowns, 10 picks or whatever. Um, he's always been surrounded by a lot of talent. O-line, running back, wide receivers. Um, when Dak's right, it's kind of an awesome watch. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome watch. Um we all, let's see, I had him the highest at nine, so how about that? Um, I have him ahead of Kyler right now. I just, Kyler hurt me deep inside this second half. Um, what's up with Dak? Like, couldn't he, could we not, I know it's the Cowboys, and I know I might be talking to the wrong crew, but if Dak has a good year next year, could he not be sixth next year? Dak needs to show me in the biggest of moments that really matter. Can Dak make the tight window big time throw when it matters? And he's 10th and 10th is a, you know, 10th right, is a solid spot. Very good. Solid very spot for me. Um, you know, he, here's the thing with, with, with Dak. I still do think he's going to be top 10 if, you know, when we, when we make this list next year, but Amari Cooper may be gone. Cedric Wilson may be gone. Ezekiel Elliott is set to make $18 million. What do they do with him? Do they try to, I don't know if they can move on from him in any kind of way without being just, you know, the dead cap just being too bad. 2022 may be the worst Dallas team that Dak has ever played with, especially if the defense takes a step back and they're not forcing turnovers. So what does Dak Prescott look like when the Dallas Cowboys are not a top five, maybe top 10 talented team in the National Football League? I do. I'm pretty sure Amari Cooper's gone. And that's a huge part of their offense. And Michael Gallup is a free agent. They just don't have the cap space. This was their year. This was their mm. year. Their window was this year, especially with how good that defense was. Um, and now, you know, I think mostly because, and I think Troy, uh, who, I think it was Romo, whoever was on the call for that playoff game, I think it was on CBS, so it was Romo. Romo was talking about, where is this big time throw from Dak Prescott? They were moving the ball. They were doing all right. Didn't score enough points. Didn't make that tight fun. window necessary throw to really put them in an optimal spot to win that game against 49ers. Okay. Okay. Um, so this is where there's only one other guy that I genuinely think deserves a mention, mm-hmm. and it is hilarious because this is where my mind got spinning on this whole topic. Derek Carr, I like Derek Carr. All of us had him ranked 11th or 12th. Really? I love that for us. And I think that's that's where it is really funny. Like if if I was someone who wrote articles, mm-hmm. I think 
and I was doing QB tiers, mm-hmm. I would have Derek Carr as a tier by himself. Because yeah, that's fair. I think Derek Carr, when you're down six and there's three minutes left and you're passing it every play, Derek Carr gives you a good chance. Mm-hmm. He makes a lot of throws. He will drop back every time. Everyone ahead of him, everyone we've talked about. Stafford, Murray, Lamar, Herbert, Wilson, Burrowville. You believe in those guys. If you got the ball with three minutes left, you're like, we're about to do this. Derek Carr, you kind of believe. Yeah, it's give or take. You don't know if it's going to happen every Muscle time. Muscle You don't automatically picture it happening, but you're like, oh, it could. But Derek Carr, and, and that's where I actually, I talked myself into Burrow earlier this year. I wasn't drinking the Bengals Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. I wasn't buying in because the division kind of ended up stinking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like the Steelers finished second, and I don't think Ste- that was a good team. The Steelers, that was a bizarre season that they had. Lamar, they not a very all good the team. injuries, the Browns were hurt. All that. Yeah. Anyways, Derek Carr, and when you, when you view it like this, it really changes your eyes on Derek Carr. I don't know, man. Th- this guy is a top 12 quarterback. Raiders are in the AFC West. They sure are. Uh, you said, and so is Herbert. Talk- oh, Herbert. Okay. And so is Mahomes. Yes. And that's where I get sad about my Denver Broncos. Yes. Because the Denver Broncos think as an organization they are close. And hey, if they go get Bobby Skinner's A-Rod this year, mm-hmm. they will be super close. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to. When you're the Denver Broncos at the end of the day and you take your seat and you realize there's three quarterbacks in the top 12 in your division... You are not competing. You're not. Yeah. Especially when your quarterback. Well, we'll get to that. I'll be honest. Mm. But that's where I get sad about my Broncos. Because I genuinely, if you're dealing with that, I just don't think you have a chance yeah. to compete. Yeah. I really don't. Um, you have Derek Carr getting traded. Is that what you said? Yeah. I, <laughs> I think it would. That's. <laughs> Probably the most fun conversation. I don't think Russell Wilson's getting traded. I think Pete Carroll's here. Uh, I think Russell Wilson is happy, I guess, with whatever personnel changes they made. They brought in a new defensive coordinator in in Seattle. So, sure, I think that's kind of settled down. But new GM, Dave Ziegler, with the Las Vegas Raiders, our our Las Vegas Raiders. Um, New head coach, Josh McDaniels. So, what could happen there? There's there's a new regime. There was talk for years of, especially towards the beginning of Gruden's time, you know, right. does is Derek Carr the quarterback for Gruden? And it turns out that they didn't make really any other substantial change at that quarterback spot. Here's what I'm going to say positive about Derek Carr. Okay. He has made such a transformation as a quarterback towards the beginning of John Gruden's time as, as head coach for the Raiders. He wouldn't push it downfield, right? He got clowned, clowned <laughs> for being a check down Charlie. Like hearing you say clowned. Clowned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got clowned for being a check down Charlie. And he has really, really shifted into a quarterback that he throws a deep more than any other guy. Now, throwing a deep isn't the only answer. Right. Now, I talk about explosive plays. You know, you can create explosive plays through many ways, like the 49ers do with yards after the catch, cough, cough, Jimmy G is the recipient, is the benefactory word of <laughs> those yards after the catch out of any quarterback in the National Football League. Um, you know, when you throw it deep, a guy like Derek Carr doesn't really benefit from the yards after the catch, but he has that arm. And that offensive line is bad. They have a very, very bad offensive line. I would say, I'm looking just a quick glance 
the Raiders have the worst offensive line if you compare to every other quarterback from 10 and above. Mm. And I'm very confident in saying that. Like, Raiders had a Giants bad level of bad offensive line this year, and Dolphins bad. Dolphins had also had a bad offensive line. Those three teams had, like, three of the worst offensive lines. And Derek Carr was still able to effectively throw the ball down the field, and they were still able to produce the big plays that the Raiders needed. And they also didn't have a running game. Yeah, it's a bad combination. What, um... We're sneaking up on ten fifty seven. How much? Take, how much time do I quick have? Quick little for prediction. You? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm good. Simple Man Radio. There's three other people that wow. do Simple Man Radio. Okay. All right. Take take quick, quick hot take. Derek Carr. There's going to be if there is going to be a battle for a trade this offseason, There are two teams that may be interested. You have the Steelers, and then I'm glancing over the other team. Eagles. No, Eagles are going to be. Um, I have the NFL draft order right here. But Houston. there are two teams. Raiders. Detroit. Anyway, bad take. Jets. Giants. Steelers. 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 I already said Steelers. Whatever. Yeah. There's, go- there's going to be a team that if Derek Carr is going to be available, that there's going to be a race. The Eagles have like 15, 16, 19. There may be a race between a quarterback because the Raiders might be also looking for a quarterback if they trade away Carr. So look for either the Steelers or the Raiders to trade up in the draft and possibly take a quarterback this year. Yeah, I, I don't see it just from the point of Derek Carr. If you're getting rid of him, you need an upgrade. And yeah. I mean, the only guys that potentially would be is Russell Wilson or Rodgers. Patriots and, brain people do wild things. I, I can see them. I could see the Raiders falling in love with like a Kenny Pickett. And then trading Derek Carr to the Eagles, yeah, bumping up, bumping up, jumping ahead of the Steelers, so they don't take Kenny. If Pickett. I'm if I'm the Eagles or the Steelers, I would, I would love the opportunity to get Derek Carr in. Um, that was a quick side note. No, that was that was beautiful. The next tier, mm-hmm. the, so we did the Derek Carr tier. Um, He's alone. Things get ugly quick. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, uh, because you start running into Kirk Cousins. All of us had him 12 to 14. Uh, Ryan Tannehill with a little more range than that, uh, 12 to 17. Uh, who else do we have? Or Mac Jones is getting votes. Um, I guess who else are our teenage vote getters? That's kind of, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo. Did you have him top 20? I had him 19. So everyone had Jimmy G 16 through 19, mm-hmm. which I think, again, like think about where the conversation landed on Jimmy G. We had Bobby Skinner on here. He said the 49ers have a Jimmy G problem. Yeah. And yet he's still a top 20 quarterback in our eyes. Maybe some of that situation. <clears throat> and we do think he does, you know, play action Shanahan. He there are days Jimmy G is going to have a good day because of what is around him, mm-hmm. and he has won a lot of football games, and that's the whole thing. Yeah, QB He's been wins good enough game. for that team to still win regular season games. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't not include him as part of that. I just think it's. I think you get to the top half of quarterbacks that, and literally the top half, that fifteenth, fourteenth slot. You're looking at Mac Jones's, Garoppolo's. I, you you and Bobby both had Teddy two gloves decently high. Yeah. Which how do you feel about that as a as a Broncos fan? Because again, like I, I don't I watched what you know Denver did week one against the Giants. Yeah. And Teddy Bridgewater just being super, super efficient. And that's how I would summarize Teddy Bridgewater just as 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 his 2021 season 
efficient, but not valuable because they just didn't score a lot of points. So when I I talked about my Broncos a lot in here and people people were kind of mad at me. Um I was I was like mean to the Broncos. Kind of it was tied to the conversation we just had. Mm-hmm. Like the Broncos didn't give themselves a real chance to compete this year, although they felt like they did. Mm-hmm. And they didn't draft a quarterback that had the potential to become something which again kind of keeps them in this NFL purgatory, which I think... Which they have been for years. I think the Broncos are going to wake up and say, like, yeah, it's been 10 years. We we never made the chess move after Peyton. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, Hoping that you can replicate how you won Brock, the Super Bowl that year. Brock Osweiler. Yeah. Um, which is so tough. That's so tough to do. Swag Kelly. So, yeah, that's kind of my Broncos situation. Chris Rose. So we've gone a little way from Rosie. Yeah, hey. He, uh... He had Teddy at 32. <laughs> so I asked Chris Rose. Who was 31 for Chris Rose? That's what I have to look so at. So I asked Chris Rose, um, as I checked out his list, I was like, oh, uh, tough love on Bridgewater, huh? And he said, doesn't throw the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. Great group of skilled players, which I do agree with. Yeah, they, they do have really good skill position players. If the Broncos had a Maddie Stafford... I think that offense would be yeah. elite. I always look at so high what, level. So what I, why I asked why you know who does Chris Rose have at thirty one? Because sure. I just want to see. Okay, well, what you know what what is your thinking there? So I had Teddy Bridgewater sixteen, seventeen. I have Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan sure has taken a step back. But I also think part of it is mentality of scheme. So you put Matt Ryan with those skill position players, and yeah. I'm thinking, oh boy, you know Matt Ryan is kind of back. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, are they going to move Matt Ryan? What have they said? Has Atlanta know, it, said anything? That, that, that could be another situation where it's a cap hit, where it's just a cap hit problem. Because that's that's what I don't... Who would want Matt Ryan? You know, that's also the thing. Steelers, Broncos? Broncos. <laughs> would you, you would be open to that. Yes. Okay. I, I very much would be. Okay. I think with their skill group... Mm-hmm. There's I, a window. I would rather have Matt Ryan. There's a window. Matt Ryan gives you a higher potential return than Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. I think he Matt Ryan has a a worse floor too if the arm keeps getting worse and it falls off. Yeah. But I'd rather give yourself a chance. Give yourself a chance. The Broncos don't love that. Um so I guess conversation cuz it things can start getting off Pretty ugly. Um, Chris Rose was the highest on Carson Wentz. I Carson he, Wentz where, lost everything for me. Yeah, where did he have? Uh, he had him Carson at sixteen. Wentz. Okay. Um, I mean, I get it. There's an argument there. You know, if we did this two, three years ago, Carson Wentz was top ten ish. Yeah, ish. 2017-2018 was ish. Big time Carson Wentz years. Um, Carson Wentz. I do think he needed. The Colts were so good at everything else. That they almost, they Jimmy G'd him, and I think that just deflated him. Yep. Like, I think if Carson Wentz went to, like, if he went to the Lions and they were just like, hey, we're the Lions, like, go ball out, like, you're going to sling it 40 times a game, I think he would be better. I think they wanted to do that to start the year. Yeah. I think they wanted to run a different offense to start the year. So it really wasn't until... You, know, you think in the middle of the season where Jonathan right, Taylor really started to pick up steam, and I think that's when you know Frank Wright kind of realized, like, ah, 
you know, maybe this isn't the Carson Wentz when I was in Philadelphia, mm. <laughs> you know, that this is a different Carson Wentz. So therefore they took a step back. Now, Carson Wentz did a great job of limiting those turnovers. Um, you know, he, he did a great job of but kind of just so scared. sustaining the offense. But, so scared. you know, he still did have those moments, big moments, might I add, by the way. And I know against the Titans, there were a couple of these yeah. moments where it was just like WTF, you know, Ooh. WTF language. Moments. Sorry. You know, those kind of moments that Carson Wentz did have. Um, and also their defense forced a turnover, at least one turnover in every single game except two games this year. So you got to think about how an offense is impacted by defense that forces a lot of turnovers sure. and, and stuff like that. So who uh, who would you have in your your teens? Because I guess we should cut out 10 to 12. Who in the teens do you think we could have this conversation next year and they could be a top 10 quarterback? Top 10? I know it's tough. Yeah, it's, that's that's tough. Because really the top 10 guys are kind of set right I now. I mean, we think that, right? But couldn't you probably say that every year? Mm-hmm. You know what? I want to give Tua some love. Really? Yep. Okay. They got Mike McDaniel now. A little Tua Kool-Aid. In the Miami for the for the Miami Dolphins, you know, coming <laughs> over from that San Fran, that Kyle Shanahan tree. You know, Shanahan tree has been known to, you know, do do some good things. You know, hey, sorry, Jets fans, at least not yet. Um, but at least offensively. Offensively, that's what they're it's what the San Francisco 49ers are known for. It's what Shanahan is known for. So Tua had a very efficient year. Not explosive, but you I, I that, that's an offense and that's a situation where I'm looking at you can't be explosive because of how bad everything else was around him. But Brian Flores was not a Tua fan. I mean, that's yeah. just flat out. Apparent. Was not was not a Tua fan. And Tua still performed, worked hard, got better with everything else that was kind of going around him. And another, you know, Jalen Waddell is going to be, I think, a really good stud in this league. I love doing the, I kind of adapted the wobble, mm. the wobble dance. Oh, I've seen that. Because um, I really wanted the I Giants did. to draft Jalen Waddell. But, uh, you know, he's going to be good. Mike Gusecki's good. They need to do some other upgrades to skill position spots, too, and definitely the offensive line. But I think the Dolphins can be a team that's closer than people think, and I think, too, as a quarterback, that can be closer than people think, where he's efficient, took care of the ball, but if he can produce some more big plays and he can, you know, kind of jump up a tier and play, he has a chance of jumping up a tier for me. I like the two argument. I I mean, it's there. I think... Um, after you asked him, I was trying to scour my list, and Tua stood out as as the best odds in that group. the The only other one I think I'd throw out there is Hertz. I was going to mention Hertz. I I know sometimes he plays ugly football. Like I think yeah. you just need to be I, honest about that. Like like I think top ten is yep. in in the cards for him a year from now. But there's a I think there's a world where he sneaks to like twelve. You just some other guys the, fall off. Or the ar- something. the argument is he's young. Mm-hmm. He can get better. Mm-hmm. And what he did with that Eagles roster, yeah. it's, end of the day, was pretty impressive. Very, the Eagles were expected to be the Giants this year. Yes. Like, really, if you switch if you switch roles, the Giants were, be, were supposed to be the ones to either A, win the division, or B, get into the playoffs, get that wild card appearance. Um, and the Eagles were expected to be the laughing stock of the franchise, of the NFL, and picking in the top ten. No, but it was it was the opposite, and the the Eagles have, you know, why I would possibly like them to trade for. I mean, uh, as an NFL unbiased fan, sure, why I would possibly like them to trade for a guy like Derek Carr 
is because think of think of how good that offensive line is. Think of how good that running game is. You know, skill position players, you have Devonta Smith who can develop a little bit more. Yeah. You have some good tight ends that are in the mix, and the defense is really good. Think of how scary the Eagles become if Derek Carr is an Eagle. So I do think, you know, in terms of Jalen Hurts, though, I don't know how much better he can get. Right. I, I it, don't it, think he can get you much better. You don't see it and, and say that, but hey, he's pretty pretty athletic dude. Maybe yes. something... More NFL experience, it clicks, and and practice. Yeah. That's what I, I always talk about. The Eagles would have been a lot better, and I think they would have had a much better shot to win. Bobby Skinner and I both agree on this. Would have had a much better shot at winning if Gardner Minshew was starting that wild card game, which is unfortunate. And if, and if you're saying that about right. your quarterback... Because Jalen Hurts, at the very same time, the Eagles, he could be... He could get goffed. Mm-hmm. Like exactly what you're saying with Derek Carr, like they they could say, we we think we need an upgrade here, yeah, which I do I do think they believe, I do think they believe that, it's just what can you do, right? You know, right? And what and what's until you can there. do something, you're not going to do anything. Um, let's see, any anything else in the? I don't think there's anything else in the teen range. Uh, Mac Jones lands in the teens. That's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, I I kind of hate evaluating rookie QBs sure in terms of like ranking them and stuff like that and projecting you know J- Justin Fields who I have ranked 28th right behind Trevor Lawrence like those two guys can take second year jumps and become better than Mac Jones that would not surprise me at all like right. if you just look at them better quarterbacks than you know Mac Jones they're um, like supposed to be better than him anyway yeah and, and especially Justin Fields because again you, you again everything is context everything is situation so if Justin Fields take that takes that second year jump I'll be like yeah Ooh, sure offense. that's expected and you know we have some Chicago Bears fans that despite mm. Justin Fields taking a lot of sacks and you know rookie QBs holding onto the ball that's a common theme he did a better job in the second half of the season kind of you know kind of getting better at that so it and if any of those guys kind of alternate and flip in a list, I will not be surprised. Rookie QBs are tough. Pro Bowler, Mac Jones. Pro Bowler, Mac Jones. It, it's hard to, it. yeah, it's just hard to, like, hold any rookie QBs first, yeah. like, that first season against them for this exercise we have to, right. but... Yeah. Uh, but Mac Jones did have a good year. Like, he had a good were, year, and, like, I liked what I saw. I dude, believe in for, it in general. For his rookie stats, I mean, 22 touchdowns, 13 in, especially yep. when you look at, like, what Trevor Lawrence did this <clears> year. My goodness. Um, yeah, I mean, if you if you tweak those a little bit on the the edges, and he can get to twenty five touchdowns, ten interceptions, like that's that's a solid quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, mean, I guess I had him thirteen, so maybe he he should have been in that group for mm-hmm. me that could get to ten, yeah, but. fourteen. But then I think everyone also kind of remembers that Bills game and was like, so he, he might be bad, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> if Bills willing to do this, um, let's see, we're at. 11-11, make a wish. Mm. Um, let's see. Gardner Minshew is a fun one as you get further down the list. Uh, feels like he comes in and gives you a fight. It would be fun if somehow, if none of the quarterback movement really happens and Gardner Minshew ends up in Pittsburgh, like, fire me up. Like, let's find out. Um, That's fun. Right? That's fun. I mean, Pittsburgh would love Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Pittsburgh's a fun team. They got some they got some, you know, person they have personalities. I'm not the biggest fan of Chase Claypool, but I do like Juju Smith Schuster. Um, you, you know, like a lot of people TikToks. are a lot of people are probably the opposite where it's like they don't like Juju but they like Chase Claypool. Yeah. Chase Claypool does things that impact 
negatively on the football field with some personality stuff, but Juju just makes TikToks. How does that yeah. affect the football field? Juju's a free agent, I think. He, he signed a, it affects you. Yeah. You're a TikToker. Makes me want to do more TikToks. That's right. Juju's a free agent. Hopefully they get him back. I think Claypool's a monster. Yeah. He's he's good. He's good. He's a monster. Just that, the whole ball thing bothers ball. me. Ball. Uh, let's jump a little further down the list, and we're, we're going to get some graphics listed, and we'll get some some average rankings and things like that. Can I, can I talk about my... Love Personal to. favorite quarterback on the list. I'm out of Oh, uh, we're doing this. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear thoughts on Danny Dimes. Yeah, you want to hear our thoughts? Yeah, I do. BBD's a Giants fan. Where'd you have him if, on this list? I made some late subs because I forgot about Carson Wentz and mm. somebody else. Um, where I put? He ended up twenty five for me. Okay, who mm. was the person that was directly in front and back of him? <laughs> That's what directly. <laughs> let's Very see. Specific. Let's see. I like it. That's like directly my... behind. I have Andy Dalton right now. Oh boy. Um, oh, we're there, huh? Yeah. I had a, who, who was I had a weird Dalton moment. Who was in front? No. Um, like I don't feel good about where he ended up. It's one of the changes I'd make. Twenty-seven is Fields. But who so was in? Who's, who's, who's I'm trying to, So I'm trying to oh, look through my list I'm sorry. Uh, because Chris, we're this thing's all out of order. Chris, uh, Goff. Chris Chris Rose had Goff in front of Daniel Jones and oh. Heineke the spot behind. Where did Bobby rank? Uh, Bobby, Bob- I can't see your number on Goff at, currently, but he, uh, I've got twenty nine of the four I'm looking at. I have him the lowest. Hurts, so. Daniel Jones, Winston for Bobby. Okay, All right, that's fair. I can see. I have Hurts eighteen. I have Daniel Jones twenty one. How hard do you do you find yourself trying to separate? Everything that's happened with I Daniel thought, Jones. I thought twenty one was very fair for Daniel Jones. I don't. I don't. I don't there, think it's not. He's a, it's like a. It's a tier that can, it can slide around. Yeah. 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 Um, so I thought twenty one was was fair because this I have, year is the year, dude. It it has to be. And even if it is, let's just say Daniel Jones has a good year. He's probably still not the quarterback of the Giants. Twenty. Is there any chance they move on this year? Yes. I. W- there's a chance that they do move on this year. Now. Because I don't blame how do you consider, them if how they do, you, do. How do you consider moving on? Do you consider moving on a trade or he's just the second string? Because I don't think he's being traded. Interesting. Um, I think they'd have to move on. Yeah, I, I don't think you can have him lurking. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to trade him. I think they're not going to pick up the fifth-year option. If they do, I... Phew. I, I don't want I don't want them to. They're going to keep him because with the new regime in, they can yeah. do one year if it clicks. They awesome. They buy themselves a year. Or if it doesn't, then they say, well, Daniel Jones stunk. Let's they could draft a the quarterback this year. The Giants could draft the quarterback this year, and they still buy themselves a year with Daniel Jones, except the noise is going to get a lot louder if you draft the quarterback Daniel and you start Jones. 0-2. I, I hope, unless they fall in love with the quarterback, then don't take a quarterback. Don't force a quarterback. And, and you have D- Daniel Jones being here is a good thing. Not picking up that fifth-year option, having that fourth year where it's cheap, you're still in the rookie contract. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we have in the team. And if this, you know, if certain guys can be part of the future going forward, even guys that were part of the 2019 and 2020 draft, it allows them another year to build under a quarterback that isn't bad. Like mm-hmm. I had Daniel Jones right under Carson Wentz, and I had Daniel Jones right in front of Baker Mayfield and Taylor Heineke. And I, you know, the Baker thing may be a hot take, but even going back to 2019, I think Daniel Jones had better numbers than Baker Mayfield. So 
He's, um, I mean, he's he's athletic. Some of the deep ball numbers that I know you and Bobby mm-hmm. were passionate about for a while. At, at a certain point, it's just like Penn's got to hit paper. You got to, you got to, I got to see something. You can't, you can't just be that bad. So I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think next year, uh, I think Matt Ryan's going to be an interesting one. I, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be. It's either going to be like a goodbye Matt Ryan year, or if we find out he's got a little juice, I know Bobby thinks he's, he's kind of done, has him at 26. Yeah. I, th- I think Ryan's a little, little, little cooked. Okay. I like that. I, I guess to kind of finish up, cause you know, we are starting to get to a funky part. I mean, Zach Wilson, I actually, I had a couple mean Zach Wilson tweets that I, I wish I kind of took back. He, mm-hmm. he fought for those jets teams and he had a couple decent days and he's pretty athletic. And, and like you're saying with rookie quarterbacks and how much was he put in a position to succeed? This team is so bad. I think he landed in like, <laughs> he landed in a pretty good place for everything mm-hmm. when everything's around there. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'd buy a little Zach Wilson stock. I mean, we are starting to get into Trevor Lawrence's and Ryan Fitzpatrick's and mm-hmm. Wentz, and I mean, further from that, oh, Heineke, Dalton, Trubisky. Who I forgot that Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick exi- yeah. existed. Yeah, yeah. La- he was. Guy I realized when I first did a list last last night. He's the first like, oh, I missed him. Is he a free agent? I would it was presume one a year, right? I think he always is. I would presume yeah. so. Maybe they sign him to a two-year, but I, I, I don't see Washington retire. I don't think Washington. Oh, why not? Why, why? If teams are going to continue to pay Go to you, the Giants, duel if, it out with Danny. If teams are going to continue to pay you millions yeah. of dollars, whether to play or to not play, I mean, just keep going. Yeah. I mean, especially if you can, if he's comfortable being a backup. I mean, yeah. I'm sure certain situations he'd rather be a backup than others. But yeah. So I, I guess. Further down the list, because it's we we can't talk about all of these guys, but and and maybe this is just an an obvious conversation, and maybe we we can wrap it quick. I guess where who are the guys that can go from you know twenty five down that can get into the top twenty ish mix? And I I mean, do you just look at all the young guys, and is it Zach Wilson? I mean, Trevor Lawrence, what a bizarre year he mm-hmm. had. Um, I mean, Davis Mills, we had some fun combos about Davis Mills before all this, uh, which is fun. I, Taysom Hill jumps out a little bit as as a guy if he gets his full opportunity. Yeah, Trey Lance, Jordan Love. Um, Trey I, Lance is my big one. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's going to get... He's going to get the ball next year, right? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo's not on the 49ers right. this, this upcoming September. He's not. Um wouldn't be surprised if he's traded to the Texans and you know Dave Dave Ziegler reunites with uh with Jimmy G and they and they do things wrong over there. Jimmy G, Houston, <laughs> um, I don't know. You know because that's that's what the Belichick tree does. They just they we people need to stop stop Keep buying into the Belichick they love tree. What they love. Stop. And Mike Vrabel does not count as part of the Belichick tree. He played for Bill Belichick, did not coach under Bill Belichick. Um. So yeah, Trey Lance is my guy. Where and he had one start this year or two starts. Excuse me, this year went one and one. Um, the second start was against the Texans, so you know take that with a grain sure. of salt. But again, you know there are certain things you look for at rookie QBs. You know, for me, it's you know can can you make a tight window throw? Um, are you accurate, or you know do you because do you have enough accuracy that you can get by your first year? If I'm look, if we're looking at your first year and really you 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 can barely even complete a ball that's right in front of you, right. then that's a problem. Like Trevor Lawrence had some even for the terrible situation that the Jaguars were, there were some really oh. big problems that Trevor Lawrence did have, and he you know for the quarterback that was supposed to be the, the most slam dunk prospect since Peyton Manning, 
Um, you know, he has some major question marks, but Trey Lance is a guy that I'm excited to see what he can do. Cause in, in his start, um, he did do things that Jimmy Garoppolo can't do fit right. a ball into a tight window, you know, throw the ball down the field, even throw it outside the numbers, uh, <laughs> which is a wild concept in that 49er offense that they haven't had. So Trey Lance is my guy looking out for him. You like anyone PPD in this range? Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about this at my Zach Wilson take. I currently have him 34, but it's like he's, he didn't do anything wrong for me. Just rookie stuff mm. that we already said. <sighs> yeah, this range is just where it got sloppy, and I could have slid anybody around like pretty much anywhere. Extra sloppy. Darnold, is that a conversation we want to have? <laughs> <laughs> where is he ranked for you, Jay? I don't know. Uh, where did I have Darnold? Uh, hey, Darnold. Hey, Arnold. I had him at 33. I, yeah. I don't know what to do with Darnold. I had him at 32. He just, 31. There's such a body of, like, he's almost got reverse Daniel Jones problems. Like, started how, off well. How has Darnold had so much gameplay and there's just nothing? Yep. There's just nothing. Um, You know, Daniel Jones, he's had his moments, but the Giants have been so, so bad that it's tough to tell. And, I mean, hey, you could do the same with the Jets, and Mm -hmm. then he was good with the Panthers. Jones, you can identify what he does well, and Darnold, I kind of can't. I'm never going to buy Darnold stock. Like, if you buy it and he goes up, like, good, knock yourself out. If it didn't happen this year, feel like it's not going to This year was as close as I was going to get. Yeah. I'd, with the, with their light schedule to lead off, uh, mm-hmm. like you know, Bobby and I thought, oh, they could be pretty easily start four and zero. And yeah. I guess the, the the guy for me that's not one of the rookies because hey, Trevor Lawrence that last game when they beat Indy, he looked like really good, and Urban had been gone for a little bit. So like you, there's an easy conversation to be had that it's like, oh, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, he's linked up with the right guys, and he, you know, he was Urban the 18th last. best QB last year. Like I I don't need to give that speech. I guess I would drink some Minshew Kool-Aid. Kind of like what you were saying with Philly. Like, Minshew throws the ball. Not scared. Mm-hmm. Um, He's efficient. It's For me, it's how much am I drinking all the silly Gardner Minshew stuff. And yep. the jorts and the facial hair and all that. But, like, if you if Gardner Minshew, and I know we talked about it, if he found a way on the Steelers, I would buy a little stock. Yeah. Like, root, root for guys like Gardner Minshew to go somewhere and... Get good playing time versus like I know I love I love this guy but like Tyrod Taylor like can you can you tell me Gardner Minshew is can you tell me Daniel Jones is better than Gardner Minshew? I want to say yes, but I can't substantially say no. yes. Gardner, you want some career Gardner Minshew numbers? Yeah, I know you do. Please, forty-one touchdowns, twelve interceptions, lifetime. What's the? You have a completion rate. Uh, 63.2. He was 68% this year. And what's the yards per attempt for career? Career seven. Okay. I'm just, Gardner Minshew is still pretty young. He is 25. He turns 26 in May. Happy future birthday. Um, you know, he lost, he went one in seven on Jacksonville in 2020. He still had a 16 to five touchdown interception ratio. Yeah. Which you want, you want to hear just a sports radio cliche yes. phrase? I mean, good way to you know while, while we're winding down. Yeah, he's a ball player, kind of. He, he's he's a he's a fun football player, and that's you know those are the guys that are just easy to root for and easy to also get behind. I'm buying Minshew stock. Not an answer, but somebody where in a weak QB draft class, if you don't want to draft QB, Gardner Minshew's there. All right, come on, see what you got. 
And even if you're a good team, like, feels like a guy that provides good vibes if he is your backup. Yeah. And if he needs to step in, I think as especially, far as especially if a, you're a, good a backup team. quarterback you can get. Yeah. Man, after looking at the stats with the weak QB class, someone needs to give Gardner Minshew a shot. We found out a few things today, and that's one of the things. And that's always the goal, Justin Pennick. Um This was fun. Yes, thank you. This thank you. Fun. Can I can I say a personal note to Please. to end? Because I know the the Wake and Jakers are a very tight niche community. Yeah. Um I tight. Tight. I started off as a fan and a listener of Talking Yanks in twenty seventeen. Yeah. And I left a voicemail in twenty eighteen <laughs> and Jimmy John Boy. Sure commented Familiar. on my presence of tone as a caller. And I said, all right, let me start a podcast. And started a podcast 2018, came aboard 2020, was a full-time employee July of 2021. And now we're here. So, yeah. I mean, here's two things in life. You work hard and shake the right hands. And I'm thankful, glad that I shook uh, your hands in July of 2018 and happy to be here. Thankful to be here. Honored. Kiss, Some might say. shake the right hands, kiss the right babies. Justin Pennick, he'll be hopping over to Simple Man Radio right after this. Yeah. Uh, talking Giants. Big thing talking crushing. football, though. Big talking thing football. is talking football. Two times a week, um, Bobby Skinner is banging out. We're, we're doing film breakdowns on the draft. Um, also, for Talking Giants, I'm going to tell you to watch one video, and it is the mock draft where mm. Bobby did a good job with not just – it's a Giants mock draft with Giants needs – but also Bobby did a good job of not talking like too much Giants in it, mm. where it's just, hey, Giants have nine draft picks, I believe it's this year. So these are nine prospects that Bobby likes, and he talks about and we make fun. I made some fun graphics. There's some bullet points, and I put some clips in there too. Um, but the draft breakdowns on Talking Football, please subscribe to that because that is, uh, you know, John Boy Media's baseball company. Some might call it a football company. but it's on its way. It's a baseball company, but we're trying to also make it a football company, and I and I, I want to make it my own personal mission to make it a football company before it's an anything else company that's known for being a secondary thing. So I appreciate you having me on, and I want to come on again. Yeah, we, uh, we'll do some... I want to talk NASCAR. N- NFL <laughs> draft for sure. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR, we're lacking a little bit. Yeah, all right, that's all right. Could I ever sell you on Mitch Trubisky? If you look back in um, his Chicago days, I didn't account for. thirty-one. He could be the Giants' backup quarterback this year. That's that's in the works. So I don't know if you'd want that. No, backup. Mitch. And that's not a shot at Mitch. I think he could dip it, nip at Danny's heels. Oh yeah, well if if he signed, there will be no doubt. Oh, and two Giants start when it's, when it's inevitable. Let's see, Mitch. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's what it's going to be. That is 100% God, what it's going to be. He's talented. All right, we got to wrap it up. Um, Panic, thank you. Bro of the night, Justin Panic. Uh, bakers, bake the algorithm. Share, watch. Um, you guys are the best. Hope you enjoy this. Share this one with your friends. Have some good QB arguments. We'll get some good graphics up with everyone's picks and everything. You guys are the best. JP is the best. Don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the Love you guys. Don't fret. He's wearing shorts. It's time for Wake and Jake in the morning. Wake and Jake at night. Jake sucks.